0: This is the Advanced Scout with Tom Offerman and Matt Williamson.
1: The Steelers are 5-3 looking down the barrel of a 6-3 record before heading to Ohio for two games with Cleveland and Cincinnati. To do that, you got to get this sixth win. Green Bay comes to town. They are 3-5 on the season coming off a win against the L.A. Rams last week. Pittsburgh is 3-2 at home. Green Bay is 1-3 on the road and have lost four of their last five games. Uh, Pittsburgh in their last 17 games, Matt, is 12 and 5. Yeah. That record through 17 games grouped together in one season probably <laughs> Still... gets you a division title most times.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely playoff birth, no doubt.
1: Uh, Steelers have a minus 30 point differential. I was surprised to find out, Matt, that Green Bay has outscored their opponents by a point this year.
0: Yeah, I want to start there because, well, not necessarily with point differential. They beat up on a Rams team without Stafford that quickly decided today. We got to go get Carson Wentz. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, like their quarterback play, it was a very easy opponent for Green Bay. Is all I'm gonna say. Like, hey, it's a good win. They, any win matters in this league. But that Rams team was a shell of the one the Steelers saw.
1: And if you look at their schedule, Detroit's like the only team that's any good that they've played. Yeah, according to EPA, the Saints yep. are the only team that has played an easier schedule than right. uh, Green Bay Packers so far this year. So and they still aren't really beating <laughs> three teams, five. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Steelers generate this is an interesting stat Steelers generate just 2.6 points on average in the first quarter of games which is terrible but, <laughs> it's Gre- terrible, yeah. but Green Bay produces just 1.6 <laughs> points in the first <laughs> quarter in the second quarter Pittsburgh sits at 4.3 points per quarter and the Packers at 2.9 which is worse than the league Uh, The Steelers give up just 8.1 points in the second halves of games, but Green Bay scores 15.5 points on average in the second half. Yeah. so I mean, these are two teams that really turn it on second half, fourth quarter. Take the second half over. Could this be like 3-2 at the half? (laughs) And then explode to like 20 to 17. And we know what Kenny does in the fourth quarter. (laughs) Uh, One interesting note, too, on the Packers before we move on here. 15 rookies are on their roster, Matt. Oh, really? Our lads. Uh, I know not all of them play. Some of them do, though. Um that's I knew a that, lot of youth just being incorporated into this roster.
0: That is interesting because I knew when opening day broke, when final rosters came out, they had the youngest roster in the league. You know, that changes throughout the right. course of the year. But to your point, there's 15 rookies, maybe they even got younger. I mean, all their skill position guys, basically, all their receivers are super young.
1: The series history between these two storied franchises, they've combined to win 10 Super Bowls, including Green Bay's victory over the Steelers in the Super Bowl. Uh, including that one postseason matchup, Pittsburgh and the Packers have played 36 times with Green Bay coming out on top of 20 of those occasions. Uh, the series began in 1933. Green Bay shut out the Steelers in both of their first two matchups. Green Bay won the first nine of these matchups. No one was beating Green Bay back then, though, so you can't really blame the Steelers. Um, Steelers did not In the not 30s? Get, yeah, no one, no one could touch, <laughs> no one could sniff the Packers. Uh, Steelers not getting their first win in this series until 1947 but dating back to the 1998 season Pittsburgh has won five of the last seven uh, against the Green Bay Packers. The Packers won the most recent meeting however in 2021 in Green Bay 27 to 17. Now let's start with the Packers defense today uh, 4.9 yards per play. They're 11th in yards per game give up 320 yards ninth in the past defense 196 yards allowed. 23rd against the run, so maybe that's their weakness right there, 124 yards. They're 10th in points per games, uh, but they don't take the ball away at all. Fifth least in the NFL, Uh, five picks, three fumbles for eight total takeaways on the season. They do get two and a half sacks per game, which isn't overwhelming either. So it's a pretty good defense, It's a pretty good
0: defense. You know, like Rashawn Gary's a really good player, Jari Alexander. They have good players, but I just wanted to double check this so I'm not out of line. It should be so much better. And it makes me crazy because since 2011, I'm sorry, since 2012, with the exception of Jordan Love, every first-round pick they've used, including multiples at times, like two years ago they took two two Georgia guys in the Mm -hmm. first round, have been all on defense. (laughs) Could you imagine drafting defense first round every year but one since 2012 and us going – Yeah, they're pretty good on D.
1: You 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 should should be be elite. Yeah, you should be awesome. Yeah, exactly. You should be one of the best in the NFL. Uh, and They are towards the top half of the league, but they're kind of closer to the middle of the pack as far as defense is concerned as opposed to getting towards the top of the league. Uh, A couple of guys that you did not mention there, though, that I think have been good but are on the injury report and didn't play last Mm -hmm. week against the Rams are Quay Walker and Rudy Ford. Quay Walker, one of those first-round draft picks last year. Um, Quay Walker leads the team in tackles. Rudy Ford has two interceptions. Missed them last week against the Rams. They're questionable this week against the Steelers. Uh, it would be good for the Steelers if those two aren't able to go. They're difference makers on the defense.
0: Yes, and Walker's one of those most recent first round picks right. we've talked about. He's a great physical specimen. Ford's a good story, and throw one more in there. Their best D lineman. They're big guys. Not not Gary like the you know the Cam Hayward types, three hundred pounders. Clark Kenny Clark left the game last week and when we're recording this I haven't heard if he's playing or what his situation is but he would be a huge loss for them especially with yeah, against the run.
1: Yeah, no doubt significant players are injured for the Packers. Yes. Uh, last week they held Brett Ryan to just 130 yards passing. No Rams skill position player in more than 50 scrimmage yards. It was none a of Los Angeles none of their drives went for more than 28 yards and they only rushed for 68 yards total against Green Bay. Um, that is probably the defense that you'd think the Packers would be boasting every week with all those draft picks, like you mentioned. You but would hope. you yeah. got to flush that game. It's- yeah.
0: I mean, hey, if we were on Packers Nation radios, I like to say sometimes, maybe be like, oh, they're turning the corner. This is yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be a little more optimistic, but know who you played against. I mean, they've replaced their backup quarterback right after that
1: game. Three players for the Packers have four sacks or more. Preston Smith and Kenny Clark have four and four and a half to Rashawn Gary. And you were mentioning Rashawn Gary before we turned the mics on, Matt, and he's such a force. He's on great. He's maybe the best player on the defense. Uh, Jari yeah, yeah. probably has a say in that. Uh, Jari
0: Alexander is definitely one of the top corners in the league. Um, they just gave Gary massive money, though. You and know, worth he, it in
1: your eyes? Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. I mean, he was like the top recruit in the country. I mean, he's very, very gifted.
1: Now we talked about Quay Walker. What about his partner, Devondre Campbell? Uh, they signed him out of Arizona. I mean, he. They're similar. They're both. They work tall, together well.
0: Long, big, can run. They gave Campbell good money as well. Um, he was kind of a slow start to his career, but since he's been in Green Bay, he's been quite good. It's a good pairing.
1: Now, they traded Rasul Douglas, one mm-hmm. of their corners. Um, according to Arles, Carrington Valentine, a seventh round pick, is slated to start at one of the corner spots. And then with. Rudy Ford being questionable, another seventh round pick, and Anthony Johnson Jr. is going to see more snaps at the safety position. Okay. Two seventh round picks in your secondary. Right. And should be right for the picking. Not or ideal. For Kenny Pickett. Right, right, right. And you don't trade Douglas
0: if you think you're a contender. I mean, not that he's a Mel Blunt, but I mean, he's, you know, a cool slot in starter. your seventh round pick. Yeah, right, right, right. And I think they want to see more of those guys, but that doesn't mean that they're good.
1: Turning our attention to the Packers offense. It's an offense that averages five yards per play. It's 24th in total offense, 300 yards per game, 22nd through the air, 199 yards per game, 22nd on the ground with 100 yards per game, and they're 20th in points per game with 20 points per game scored. Uh, They have 10 giveaways, which is the 10th fewest in the NFL. Eight of those are picks, and they only allow 2.3 sacks per game, which is eighth best in the league. Um, Jordan Love, uh, you know, at the beginning of the season – he gets his, his chance, and he looked okay. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the wheels have just kind of fallen off on him. He has Eight eight of those interceptions have come in their past six games, and he's thrown just six touchdowns over that stretch. Um, One I think it was a little foolish, too. in the, or fool's gold, in the beginning of the season. It, I, I tend to believe he's more like he is now. But it's a
0: little like Pickett, in that he was Ooh. great in the preseason, maybe got ahead of ourselves of where he's at developmental-wise. And... And that part's the same. I mean, coming into the season, I kind of looked at him like Pickett coming off a great preseason, and it hasn't gone to plan. Um, He's been a better fantasy player than real-life player. You know, he's thrown some touchdowns. He's run, blah, blah, blah. But his accuracy is at the bottom of the league, and he's a little overmatched, to say the least. And he's thrown to a bunch of young guys. But one thing they did this past week, to their credit, really focused the entire offense is now going through Aaron Jones and that's when he was out they were really struggling he's their stabilizing force as a runner and receiver so that's the one thing you kind of worry
1: about or at least it's trending the right direction for them We'll get to Jones in the running game in just a little bit, but as far as the passing game is concerned, you mentioned the the wide receivers. Christian Watson and Romeo Dubes were picks uh, last year, second-round pick for Watson, fourth-round pick for Dubes, and then Jaden Reed was a second-round pick Mm -hmm. this year. So it's a ton of youth. Uh, Seven players on the team have at least ten receptions against the Rams. Nine different Packers were targeted. Aaron Jones led the the lay with six targets, which was his highest so far this season. Uh, Watson played 42 of a possible 47 snaps in Week 9, but he left with injury. Um, in week nine, and then last week Watson was just targeted one time against mm-hmm. the Rams. So Christian Watson has shown flashes. But oh, yeah. Do you think he's a wide receiver one, kind of in the same realm um, as some of them that have tortured the Steelers this year? Although Hopkins did not because of Joey Porter Jr.
0: He's very fast, tall. Um, he's been in and out of the lineup. Like, his fantasy numbers aren't great, but I don't know that I blame him because of injuries and quarterback play and right. all the issues. I have a lot of respect for him. I don't even know if he'll play in this game, but he's he's their most dangerous guy without question. I also like Musgrave, the young the young tight end. I Great think transition, in, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, career high of fifty one receiving yards last week. He also caught his first touchdown. He averaged two point four yards per route run against the Rams, which is pretty good. Really, really good end. for a tight end. So yeah. uh, Musgrave maybe starting to find himself in the NFL. Yeah, he's a
0: long strider, opens it up, deep speed. He has a crazy background. He was like a six athlete or six sport athlete including like downhill skiing like things come easy to him and he's he's adjusting very well
1: now last week they ran for 184 yards Jones led the way with 73 rushing yards four different Packers got at least four rushing attempts Uh, this was the first time Jones received 20 plus carries since week 10 of last year and the first time in 2023 uh, that Jones had got to double digit carries on his day Uh, him being healthy I think just transforms that offense but It's important to note that it's not just him that you have to stop. A.J. Dillon leads the team in rushing yards, obviously having to step in more when mm-hmm. um, Aaron Jones went out, and then Jordan Love, also a threat to run. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Um, He has about 164 rushing yards on the season.
0: So certainly a fully healthy, back-to-himself Aaron Jones is a huge upgrade for them. We kind of mentioned that is in all facets. Yeah. Um, Dylan was very underwhelming as a top guy. I mean, he gets very little after contact looks sluggish. Um, I know he's not old, but he looks like he's kind of run into a wall career wise. Uh,
1: 2.3 sacks allowed per game, which is eighth best in the league. Um, Is that offensive line getting that job done or is that a little bit of a a weird statistic? I know yet another year without David Bakhtiari out there who just has just run into terrible injury luck towards the end of his career. Unfortunately, I can see his career being over. Just because it's back-to-back years now, Matt, where he just can't play. Yeah, so that's a problem.
0: They've always done a good job drafting and developing offensive linemen. Like, no one knows who Zach Tom is, but he's a quality right tackle that's young and ascending. Center's a good player. Um I think most of that might just be because they've played bad teams.
1: Just no one else is yeah. generate
0: a pass rush against them. I haven't given it a lot of thought, but I wonder if you scan their schedule... Have they faced great pass rushes? I tend to think probably not. I just in my
1: brain I remember watching the Lions game against them and it. I think Aiden Hutchinson was having a hell of a time okay. there. So I think when they do step up in class, yeah, you can get to Jordan Love. You can create a lot more havoc.
0: And their left tackle I think was also injured this past week as
1: well. So that's not great for them. Not great. Right. Packers have a lot of injury problems. They heading. do. Uh, into this game against the Steelers. Some key matchups that we want to highlight before we get out of here. Aaron Jones, the first uh, against Steelers inside linebackers. Uh, Big blow for that unit with Cole Holcomb going out for the year. I thought Cole Holcomb was playing the best of a unit of three that all three have been playing pretty well. So you lose that guy, your top dog in my eyes. Quan Alexander, as Tom said today, slides right into that spot. It's going to be, maybe Mark Robinson sees some increased playing Mm -hmm. time, but I think it's a two-horse race now when it comes to that unit. Um, great test right off the bat for those two with, with yeah. a, a very versatile back.
0: As you just laid out, I mean, the inside linebackers clearly got weaker because of that injury, yes. you know, and there's less versatility. The leading snap count guy there was is gone. And the strength of the offense is peaking for the Packers and Jones.
1: And then defensively, Rashawn Gary we mentioned he leads the team in sacks with four and a half. He is a force to be reckoned with. He'll probably line up across from Broderick Jones for the most part. So a stiff test for the rookie who we assume is going back in at right tackle this week, having to deal with Gary.
0: Yeah, Gary's a tremendous player. He's definitely a top 10 edge pass rusher, if not better. He's also coming off a big injury from a year ago, but he looks absolutely fine. They wouldn't give him money if they didn't. So Jones is going to have a real test in protection. And I assume Jones will be the right tackle, as you said. Should be.
1: Steelers finish off their three-game homestand this Sunday at Acrisure Stadium. It's a 1 o'clock kick against the Green Bay Packers. Our coverage on DVE starts at 9 a.m. For Matt Williamson, I'm Tom Opperman. Thanks as always for giving us a listen. We'll be back again next week with another edition of the Advanced Scout. Good sleep
0: should come naturally, and with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural
1: wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a
0: good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight.
1: Visit lisacom slash Iheart That's leesacom dot com slash Iheart